hone in your creativity and your art and become disciplined in that, right? And it comes with practice and practice and practice and practice. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlositep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, Mina. Is it just me or does AI seem to be the latest trend? It's like everywhere we look, And everyone we're talking to is creating or using some type of AI tool to help move their business forward. Agreed. AI is definitely changing the game right now, especially for business owners. It's helping to automate, save time, and can even help you create marketing content for social media or emails. (laughs) Like 100%. Because just the other day, I used ChatGPT to help me write a caption for one of the reels I'd created. And oh my goodness, let me tell you. I mean, it saved... So much time. It was awesome. And it gave me everything I needed. And I was able to have the reel done in five minutes, which is like win-win for me over here. That's amazing. Now is definitely a time to jump into the world of AI, which is why we're so excited to announce that HubSpot now has new AI features. Their content assistant and chat spot are two brand new tools that will immediately save you and your team, if you have one, so much time. Um, incredible way to go HubSpot for staying on the trend because that feature also runs on ChatGPT's tech, which can help you make compelling content and manage your CRM way faster than ever before. I mean, it helps with things like ad copy and data analytics to workflow automation. This can all now be done with a chat command. Bonkers. I mean, we're definitely going to have to check it's this like, out. I feel like we're on a rocket ship and we're living on the moon now. <laughs> it's like 2050 <laughs> right now. It's time to work smarter, not harder, product boss. Find out more about how to use AI to grow your business at HubSpot.com slash artificial dash intelligence. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast. This is Mina, your one half of the Jacqueline and Mina duo. I'm going to do a um, Mina, so today, barely know how to function without Jacqueline. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm excited about the topic that we're going to go over today. And it has a lot to do with, but I am a creative. And I, we get this all the time about, you know, this little bit of pushback that I need to make all these things because I'm a creative. And I want to give you a little bit of a story of one of our masterminders. But before we jump into that, I wanted to say, um, If you're new here, this is the Product Boss Podcast, and we help product-based businesses grow their sales, streamline their systems, and explode their visibility um, in order to sell their amazing physical goods. So welcome to the Product Boss Podcast. Okay. So jumping in, I had a meeting recently with one of our masterminders. She is a multi-million dollar business. So I want you all to take that in, okay? A multi-million dollar business. Because this is a trap that all of us fall into, whether we are just starting out or we are, you know, a hundred thousand, you know, five, half a million 
or million, multiple millions. And she is, you know, looking to be a, basically a, what is that called? Um, when somebody knows your name all the time, a household brand, like in a lot of ways for the niche that she's in, she wants to be a household brand that everybody looks to her in this specific industry. Okay. And so she has this really, really big vision. And like I said, she's already this incredibly big business. She's multiple millions and she sells her, um, her goods and she she's feeling like her question to me is like i feel really pulled because i have all these things in the warehouse and um let me give you a little bit of backstory that she's an artist okay she started off as an artist and um she does true like art okay um not uh, like she she started off as an artist. She built a brand. And so she comes from the kind of the artist voice in a lot of different ways. Um, and she was saying, I want to expand. I have all these things in the warehouse, but I, I keep feeling like I have all these possibilities that I can make this or I can make that. And, you know, I feel like that's a part of who I am. And we get this question all the time. This is something that I really fall into too, like this trap. Jacqueline really falls into it too. All of us, you know, we're all creative entrepreneurs because we came up with an idea and we made it into a physical good, right? And sometimes we think I need to keep making, I need to keep making. And for her, that was the case. And the thing is, is that it gets wrapped up into our identity that, but I'm a creative, but I'm a creative, but everybody thinks that I could make this and I should make this. And I know that I can too. And I'm so excited about that. And yes, absolutely. You are a creative. And I want you all to know that even though you are an artist or you're a creative, if you do less things and if you're making less things, that is actually part of your journey more so than making all of the things. The true creatives that are super successful, the true artists that are super successful are the ones that do it with constraint. So there is, you know, this identity of the more things I make, the more creative I am. And that is simply not true. You know, the things that you make that are in this world, like you're putting these things out into the world, when you become a more mature business owner and even a mature artist, you will need to have more constraint. I gave her the example of BJ Moore. He is a local a local artist here. He is a Black artist. He does a lot of just, I have some of his pieces because my sister used to work for him. And he does, if you've ever seen the Charlie Brown series where they are um, black kids and he does um, Out of the Mud is one of the ones that he, it's just just so beautiful. And he he gets a lot of press because they're like, why is he in, in Iowa, right? Why is he in Iowa? Because it's, he's somewhat of an anomaly, right? Like um, he he's this black artist doing these like amazing things, you know, it, it's like he's he's moving through that adversity. So there's been a lot of articles in the Des Moines Register about him for that, that he's always like, it is a lot easier, you know, if I were in Los Angeles or New York, that I could feel like I could be the the artist that I am, that I want to be. But I'm the artist that I want to be right here in Iowa. But when he's doing that, it comes with that there's going to be people that like him and there's people that don't like him, right? That resonate with his art, that don't resonate with his art. 
that get attracted to his art or get repelled by his art. And he is so amazingly successful. Believe me when I tell you, like when you when I when you'll hear this decades from now, hopefully, you know, um, this podcast episode that people will be like, BJ Moore. Yeah, of course. That's so crazy that Mina was talking about him way back when, um, because he's already this incredible artist and, you know, he could be this artist that just pleases everybody and makes all these things. And he's just like an artist. I can make all these things. He has a very distinct style. He has a very distinct voice. He has a very distinct movement and, you know, beauty behind his and and pain almost behind the paintings that he has. So it's almost like you either like it or you don't. Okay. And so that doesn't mean that he's not going to grow. He's absolutely going to grow. He's grown leaps and bounds, just like this mastermind that I was talking about. She's feeling stuck in the her identity of, but I'm a creative, so I need to be making all those things. And that just simply is not true. The things that is not synonymous with each other, right? BJ Moore is not making all these things. He's making the paintings that he knows that are his vision, right? So her vision of being a household brand in the way that she is. And, and it will start to, as you get bigger and bigger, it will start, you'll start to lose people. Um, it will start to attract the right people and, you know, other people won't like it. And that is what you want, right? As you start to mature as an artist or as a creative, as a business owner, you'll start charging more. You'll start, um, being more constrained in the things that you're putting out there because they're distinct to your voice, the things that you want to make, not making everything. And they're not looking over at you and being like, ooh, that is, you know, um, they can look at BJ Moore's art and they can be like, yes, that's BJ Moore. Just like you can look at Vera Bradley and yes, that is Vera Bradley, right? She's not making, she's making a lot of things now. I mean, she was bought out, but I mean, she's a big corporation, right? Um, but you know that it's in her lifestyle brand, right? And, you know, this person this that was in her mastermind, she wants to be that lifestyle brand. Also the same with when you look at Kate Spade. Kate Spade is very much that way. You can look at her things and be like, ooh. And, but she, the way that she did in the beginning was from constraint. She's not making all the things that are on a whim, right? She built up that brand that people could specifically feel and they know and they, you know, it embodies that. So if it doesn't fall into a Kate Spade lifestyle brand of accessories, a specific look, a specific quality, specific materials, then no, it doesn't fit because the overall encompassing feel and embodiment of that brand still stands. So whether or not you are starting out right now, whether or not you see yourself as an artist, I know you at least see yourself as a creative, you all are well above beyond the average person out there. Okay. You are brave enough. I mean, everybody out there, everybody and their dog. Okay. Everybody and their dog is out there having ideas, right? Even whether they're an artist or they're a creative, they're a crafter, whatever it is, everybody has ideas. You all are very, very special in that you are brave enough to take the step forward in creating the idea, making it a physical, tangible thing to put out there in the world. That's what makes it so raw and so um, 
sensitive to you is that you're putting yourself out there every time. So it feels like that product is who you are, right? It feels like that product is your representation of what you're putting out there in the world. And you feel like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep putting these out there because at the end of the day, I am a creative, I am an artist. But I will tell you that you know, as you get deeper into your business journey and your artistic journey and your creative journey, you will have to constrain it to what your voice in this world is. It's not all the products in the world. It might have started with one product that you felt really, you know, that embodied who you were, you felt were, and you felt like really akin to, like the the um like you you on a in a product, but it will get less and less like that because. Um, I'm sorry, it will get less and less like you're just putting random things out there. It will get more and more like you're getting closer to what your voice is, your specific voice. And like Jacqueline really says all the time, and I hope you all are listening to her. She says, when you're trying to sell to everybody, you're selling to nobody. When you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. Because the thing is, is that as you start to get more mature, you'll start to get more of like a stance in the world, right? So your products, as you bring up more products, even if it started out with one, as you start adding to your product line, the your brand will get a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger, right? And it will still need to fit with that. Otherwise, it's a brand that has everything. And a brand that has everything is very, very hard to scale and grow because people don't resonate with it. They don't feel akin to it anymore, right? And it's it's like, yes, you are still that artist. You're still that creative, but there's going to be things that you put out into this world that it's going to have to fit into your long-term vision of this business. Okay. The long-term vision of this business is that you can't be making everything for everybody simply because you feel like, but I'm a creative. Use that creativity, hone it in. I love one of my favorite books is um um Big Magic by Elizabeth. Oh my God, why am I blanking? Also, sorry before the raspy voice. I'm like I said, I don't usually do these podcast episodes without Jacqueline. It's like my voice hasn't been warmed up and my brain hasn't been stimulated. So she talks about the the process of being an artist and she was dating a guy who is an artist too and he um she would just practice her art practice her art practice her art even though it was not bad and he would get stopped all the time because he felt like art was like you can only put it out there if it embody this huge you know who he was and he was just like so in it but the thing is that he had to start putting things out. And he was so involved in that being his identity that he couldn't put anything out like people were going to judge it so, so much, right? And that's the hard thing is that we think that people are going to judge, you know, these the, the first products that we're bringing out. And, and it might be so because it's like, you know, we're trying to prove ourselves to our spouses or our family members or whatever it is that this thing is a thing that can happen. And as you start to grow, you'll start to feel like you're getting pulled back into that trap, that you need that validation of sorts, you know, that, but you're along the way building that confidence. You will also evolve. Like I said, you'll become more mature. You'll become more confident. You'll start to evolve. So don't get caught up in that 
that trick of, and that trap of, but I'm a creative. So I need to kind of go back into this phase of thinking. It's because like every level that we get to, we kind of regress a little bit, right? And that's natural that we're just like, ooh, this feels so uncomfortable. I don't know what to do. So maybe I should start making all these things. And so you are a creative, my friends. You're an artist. You are in the artist of your life, right? The artist of making money in this world because you're contributing with your goods and your physical products. And I think that for all of you, that if you could just know that as you're starting to hone in your craft, as you're, as you're starting to find your voice, that it means that your validation isn't that you're making more things and then people are like, yeah, she's making more things. That means she's a creative. No, no. The voice looks very, very different. It's whatever you want to put out in this world, like Kate Spade did, like Vera Bradley, like BJ Moore, right? And it's every not, and you're going to eventually start losing people um, because you're going to start attracting the right people. And they're going to be attracted to your creative voice. They're going to see you, my friends, and you're the creative part. Because like when you're looking at two candle businesses, one candle business next to another candle business, remember the reason why they buy one over the other, and they might even buy both is you. There's nobody doing the same exact way that you are, nor should you want to do it the same exact way that somebody else is. It's your version of things, your iteration of things. Your Even if you have this initial idea and it seems similar, it's your stamp on it. And so it comes down to you, right? And you know, not making all the things that everybody told you to make. Um, it is you're putting your stamp on it regardless. So as you start to start to think about what does that mean? You start saying to no to the things that people tell you to make or that your own mind tells you that, well, I could make it. I could make it, right? You start saying no to those things and you only say yes to the things that fit your overall vision of your voice in this world, your overall vision of if you want to be this lifestyle brand in this specific niche, if it doesn't fit with that, then don't do it, okay? Even if you feel like you're going to lose some people. Hey friends, we just wanted to interrupt this episode really quick to share with you our latest podcast recommendation. Recently, we've been hooked on the Side Hustle Pro podcast hosted by Nikayla Matthews Akome, which is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Yeah, Nikayla is so amazing. One of the things I love most about her podcast is how she shares stories of women of color and diverse entrepreneurs who have scaled their side hustles into profitable businesses. I mean, talk about inspirational. A hundred percent, right? And on one of her latest episodes, she actually interviewed our friend and one of our mentors, Rachel Rogers. Shout out, Rachel. Together, they discussed why we should all be millionaires. And Rachel even shared actionable tips on how to scale your own business to seven figures. I mean, music to my ears. That episode (laughs) is so good. Plus, you're sure to love Nikayla's real and authentic insights of what it's like to build a side business while working a full-time job. Since we know so many of you listening can really relate to that. Listen to Side Hustle Pro wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the show. Hey, hey, Product Boss. Okay, it's your product biz coach here, Jacqueline, and I have a treat for you. 
So the other day we got a message on Instagram from our friend Lolly. Now she's a product boss and she was on the hunt for an easy to use inventory management software to keep track of her raw goods and what she had ready to sell. And guess what? We had an answer for her. Not only did we have a fantastic inventory management software to refer her to, but we also had a whole treasure chest of 308 other business tools and resources to make her product-based business easier to manage and, and more efficient to grow. And we have it for you as well. Now picture this packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools. Oh my, you name it. We've got it. And here's the cherry on top. It is totally free, right? It's not going to cost you a single penny. That's right because you can get your hands on the product boss's ultimate resource guide. Absolutely free. We are on a mission to change small businesses lives and, and their ability to grow around the world. And whatever we can do to help you do that, we are here for it. And so we're hoping that this resource guide is one step closer to reaching your dreams. So all you need to do is slide into our DMS on Instagram with the word guide and just send us that message and we will send you a link to download it right away. Or you can head straight to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Easy peasy. Oh, and did I mention you can also DM us guide on Instagram and voila, we'll shoot you that link right away. So my friend, don't wait another second. You can get your hands on the ultimate resource guide for product bosses right now. Now let's jump back into the show. Hone in your creativity and your art and become disciplined in that, right? And it comes with practice and practice and practice and practice. This is what, um, you know, in big magic that you are literally, you're practicing and you're putting it out there. You're putting it out there in efforts to hone it in and hone it in. And you're constraining your voice because like you're, the constraints are actually the beauty of that, right? Because the constraints are where you're saying no to things and yes to other things that you're feeling like, Ooh, this feels so good. And I feel confident in this. So I hope that helps all of you that are thinking, you know, what does it mean to be a creative? And does that mean that I'm losing the piece of me, my identity that I'm a creative because I'm doing less, less products? Absolutely not. There's big voices, big, huge voices in creativity and constraint. And that is the people that are making the multiple, multiple millions. Those are the people that are, you know, developed and matured and, and, the have gone through the adversity and built that confidence and are holding on to that confidence, even though people may be like, oh, that's not my cup of tea. Right. So I want you all to remember that. Okay. And and know that in this world, you're going to develop that and know that, you know, the way that you do that is by taking the actions, make taking the practice. And then I what I like to think is like, take the actions now and perfect it later. Because I think that people get stuck on that. I have to be perfect. And sometimes I do too, because I always talk about imperfect action. So I take the actions and I'm like, well, I can optimize it and I can make it better and hone it in and perfect it later, right? Because that's where I'm developing my constraints and my confidence and the things that I know that didn't work or did work or that that is the creativity piece. I'm working, you know, like I'm rearranging and reconfiguring the things and, and putting my own space special specific spin on the things that are developing instead of making all the things. So 
I hope that that helps for all of you that feel like, but I'm a creative or, but I need to, you know, but what will people think or, or whatever it is that might be like this imposter syndrome that we all feel, you know, no matter what level we're at. Um, but I want to reassure you that you are a creative, you're a creative genius, my friends. You're doing things that other people are not doing. They might be able to come up with ideas, but you've made it into life. You literally created products and put them out into the world. That in itself makes you that top, you know, top 10%, 1% of the world that's not just talking about it, but they're taking action, right? And so people can always talk about this or talk about that or judge this or judge that. That's the easy part. The part that you're doing is the very hard part in using those constraints, maturing, building your confidence, putting, continuing to put yourself out there until you find yourself, until you find your voice. And that is the truly special thing in this life. And that's going to be how you show up in this world, you know, and it's not that, and then people will point at you instead of being like, yeah, she's creative because she's making all these things. They'll be like, yeah, she's so creative. She came up with these products and now look at her. It's so amazing. Like there's people that like told her no, or there's people that told her she should make this instead, or she, you know, was doing this and she was doing that. And, and the thing is now look at where she is because she stuck with it. And she knew that she was going to lose people along the way. And her identity is not in that she's making all the things and she's creative because of that. It's that she's here and she keeps moving forward and she keeps honing in her creativity. And that is what, that is what brought her here. Okay. So thanks everybody for listening. I hope that helps. Um, I hope I was able to get you there and reassure you. And I'm proud of all of you for putting yourself out there. I know it is very, very difficult, especially when you're starting out in your living room, like I did. And I moved to my basement. Actually, I'm in my basement now. See? So it's just like, but I'm here. And I am telling you that the sky is the limit for all of you. So stick with it. Put yourself out there. You don't have to be making all the things and um, use your creative brains to get closer to who you are, okay? Thanks, friends, for listening. I'll see you next time. I think Jacqueline is going to be some, doing some Just Jack episodes and I'll be doing some um, Minnesotes too. It's just so that way this summer we can kind of... Um, spend some time with our families, you know, and I know that all of you are spending time with your families too. And then we are going to be jumping right back into, um, together. So, um, see you very, very soon. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next time. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the product boss podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. 
We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.